everybody, and welcome to Nintendo Week for the end of week of October 20th through October 26th. I'm your host, Colin McIsaac, and as always, I'm joined by Alex Plant. Switch, hi. And Ben Lamoureux. That's literally exactly what I was going to say. I stole it. <laughs> this week, our news block is filled with news about Nintendo Switch, which we'll tackle in one big chunk and go down the line, as well as stories about Game Freak, Pokemon, Hyrule Warriors, and more. After that, we got a very quick Fortune Street recapping Nintendo's recent financial briefing, followed by the lightning round. Plus, Nintendo Switch's official announcement has given us a deluge of new topics to sing out about, so not only are we starting our dive into everything about Switch with a tea table segment topping off this week's episode, but we're going to have a ton of your favorite segments returning in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and we'd love for you guys to send in your questions and fan topics, etc., too, so stay tuned during our outro to learn how. Uh, for now, let's hit the news block. All right, Nintendo Switch, tons of stuff to talk about. Uh, we'll take these as they come. Uh, Xbox executives praise Nintendo Switch's innovation and bold vision. Uh, analysts have mixed things to say, however, about Nintendo's future with the Switch. Uh, anything you guys want to mention I mean, here? I mean, we... Xbox executives praise everyone, so... Dude, Phil Spencer's like... such a chill guy. I know. Yeah. But uh, as for analysts' comments, I think a lot of it has to do with uh, them not having a lot of games to judge uh, the Switch based off of. And certainly none of those yeah. games look wildly different than anything we saw on Wii U. And if Nintendo's No, but there's be... King Boo now. Yes, King Boo <laughs> is going to single-handedly sell 20 billion Nintendo Switches. You don't know how many industries he's got at his control. He's the whole king. He, he's the king of ghosts. Big market, untapped uh, audience, Alex. I know, right? Nintendo's <laughs> selling to the dead, and then they're going to go vote. Um, <laughs> but I, I think I think investors are looking for that like big surprise game that's going to grab customers outside of Nintendo Circle, and that hasn't shown up yet, so I can totally mm-hmm. see why they'd think, oh, well, this just looks like a Wii U that does something slightly different. And also, yeah. I would think not knowing the price point yet might have uh, yeah. some analysts hesitant yeah. and, and some investors hesitant to put much stock in the console. Well, but who knows if the price point would be even more upsetting than what they're fearing. <laughs> this is true. Uh, Nintendo only plans to ship 2 million Switch consoles at launch, uh, and Switch won't be sold for a loss, but Nintendo is listening to fans on price. Uh, so, what does that mean? Do we? Does it matter? It means you should all tweet Nintendo and say $200, and even if they can't get there, they'll at least try. Yeah, yeah and then we'll end up yeah. to 250 which is really the price point I was hoping for. I, I think it should be 200 if they want this to be a success. 250 Definitely. if they want it to be successful with Nintendo fans, 300 if they want another dud. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Exactly. Uh, on the 2 million shipments, if it launches in early March, this is a problem. Uh, because this is this is what they expect to ship through the end of the fiscal year. But if it launches in late March, this could just be sort of uh, the initial shipments two million. But then you know two weeks into April, we get more kind of thing. Sure. So uh, I really don't know whether or not this is going to be a problem at this point. But it's it's definitely less than what uh, Wii U or 3DS shipped you know on uh, their debut weeks. I I will add though that I think the two million Switch consoles forecast is largely based on production estimates because I get the feeling. And I've heard this from from other people that I've talked to who who sort of peddle in rumors. Uh, Nintendo Switch is going to be really complicated to uh, manufacture. So I could totally see that being a a supply issue and not a demand issue. Yeah, with all the different components Mm -hmm. especially. Uh, All right. Features, etc. Nintendo Switch supports Amiibo. Thumbs up. Nintendo Switch will support Unreal Engine 4. Also, thumbs up. We heard this before. Uh... 
just confirmation, uh, Nintendo confirms that Switch is not backwards compatible with 3DS or Wii U. Uh, obviously, it does not have an optical drive. <laughs> yeah. And I definitely would rather they remaster 3DS games instead of uh, Me too. just trying oh, to absolutely. make them compatible. Uh, the Joy-Con grip accessory may not come bundled with Nintendo Switch. Um, Nintendo Switch won't function as a second screen like the Wii U gamepad does. Uh, it's one or the other. And Let's Play Video Games reports that one of the Joy-Cons has an IR pointer to replace the touchscreen when you're playing Switch on the TV if you're using something like, a, let's say, a gamepad feature that is in a Wii U port. Yeah, no real surprises here, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the IR pointer thing was kind of weird just because it looks sounds like it's on the bottom of the controller, in which case you'd have to hold it kind of weird. But I think in games that are that touch heavy um that won't matter so much because you probably wouldn't be pressing the buttons at the same time yeah. you're using touch anyway it's already a weird um, controller so we'll see though. how it works out mm-hmm. i think that the joy con grip should absolutely come with the console uh, especially because the pro controller probably will not uh if the unit only has well actually if if you have to have the unit outside of the base uh i think a lot of people are going to want a more official controller than just two little tiny remote things that feel probably weird to hold i'm guessing i would bet that it will come uh bundled in america maybe not in europe and probably not in japan ah yeah that's 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 fair uh the only other thing i was gonna say is the switch dog the switch puppy with the oh god you need the grip controller for that and that right there (laughs) is the best mascot nintendo has ever invented uh for a console obviously not for a video game character but they did it by accident it's the nintendog the doggest memes. I feel like I just stumbled on something big right there. Merchandising. Bethesda won't confirm that Skyrim is coming to Nintendo Switch, and there are currently no plans to bring Mass Effect Andromeda to the Switch either. Uh, to make things weirder, Nintendo said you shouldn't assume that the Nintendo Switch reveal trailer represents real game footage. Uh, I'm guessing because they'll still be refining things. Hopefully that has nothing to do with the fact that Skyrim was there and they're not announcing well, it's coming to the console. I mean, also... They won't be just taking video clips and overlaying them onto another video clip. It'll be actually playing on your TV, and so it'll look <laughs> really? like it's playing on your TV <laughs> instead of like an l- image they overlaid on a video. Sure. <laughs> um, but and an unnamed third party reportedly is porting their PS4 games to the Switch. So, bit of a mixed bag for software. Uh, do you guys think that Skyrim not being confirmed means anything? Or I, I, I think that's I, I probably think, just some red I tape. Yeah, I think. Well, we saw another third party. I think it might have been Take Two, basically say the exact same thing with the exact same words. Mm-hmm. So they're probably spoon fed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it seems like this is sort of the the, the planned PR response sure. that they all have to say. Yeah, sure. Uh, let's see. Nintendo says that the Switch is a home gaming system first and foremost. They said they will keep making new 3DS games after the Switch launches. Uh, Let's Play Video Games reports that the Switch will not come sold as a standalone handheld unit at launch. And Laura Kate Dale reports that the Nintendo Switch has around three hours of battery life. So a lot of this is sort of pointing in the direction that Switch is probably supposed to mostly be a home console and is meant to be able to be taken on the go, but is not meant necessarily to replace the 3DS as your handheld gaming system. Yeah, and and we've heard that Nintendo sort of internally debated the idea of allowing it to be, of offering a, a standalone handheld model at launch. 
mm-hmm. they decided against it, at least for the launch period, because they wanted to keep their marketing concise and, you know, cl- yeah. keep the vision for the console. Hey, this is a home console you can take on the go. And they thought offering uh, multiple products at launch would be confusing. But apparently this is still something that could possibly happen down the line. Yeah, I think that's a good move, uh, especially because it looks like the base doesn't really have any components in it besides maybe a USB port and some HDMI type stuff, probably some better online connectivity features. Yeah, and I'm glad they're positioning as a home gaming system because it seems like their big play is to say... You know, home gaming systems don't just have to be hooked up to the TV anymore. In fact, yeah. mm-hmm. you're not even using your TVs as much as you used to. So why would we tether it to the TV? Yeah, um, exactly. So it's it's really taking your home gaming system with you and not having a portable that you sometimes use with the TV. Right. And as for the uh, three hours of battery life, that information came from an Ubisoft employee who was referring specifically to a dev kit, but they said that they they were told that the the final product will be pretty similar and that they shouldn't expect major changes. And a Nintendo source also described the uh, battery life as, quote, mediocre. Uh, Here we get to the big guns. Nintendo is revealing the Switch's price, its launch lineup, and more with a live event in Japan on January 12th. It will be live-streamed for audiences at home. Uh, Two days later, they're letting fans go hands-on with the Switch in an event in Japan. And in the West, Nintendo says they plan to let fans try the Switch before it launches. Yep, sounds about right. Um, I kind of wish they had the the hands-on events, you know, during the holiday season when people will be at, at shopping malls and stuff. Sure. But, but I get it. It's not going to be something they can buy. So. Sure. And for those of you who really missed the days where Nintendo would pull out the big stops at E3 with those big extravagant live shows, this is, this is what you're going to want to pay attention to. Yep, it's going to be a bit of a wait, but it sounds like it'll be a, a pretty big show. And we don't have an exact time for it yet, but it's probably going to be somewhat late at night on the 12th because it's being advertised as taking place on the 13th in Japan. So Mm -hmm. it kind of sounds like a uh, 12th in the West, uh, or late night 12th in the West, and then early morning uh, 13th in Japan. Which I will totally accept because that means I don't have to take off work. Hey, (laughs) money! Junichi Masada encourages Pokemon fan game creators to apply at Game Freak, but there is a report that Nintendo threatened to sue Pokemon Uranium's creator for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, Masada's comments seem to me like uh, not so much of a throwaway as a nice gesture that isn't Mm -hmm. necessarily meant to be taken seriously, but he nevertheless encourages it, it seems, uh, which is a good move. Any thoughts? (laughs) Not particularly. That about sums it up, really. Okay. Um, Pokemon Go is getting a special Halloween event that makes spooky Pokemon more common. And it also makes your buddies drop more candy. And when you transfer Pokemon, they give you more candy, which totally should be permanent from my, like, two days of experience with that feature. Yeah, and I'm already seeing some people on Twitter saying that they've uh, seen Pokemon Go foot traffic increase since this update uh, kicked off, so... Maybe it actually, if, you know, events like these, they should be doing more often if it, if, uh, if, wow, I'm going to try that sentence over again. (laughs) And I, you know, I think Niantic should try more events like this in the future if it shows that it's actually working, if the data shows that people are playing a little more and getting more engaged. I mean, there's holidays all year round, so you can plan all kinds of fun little events to just remind people that you're still growing this game and that it can still be fun to go out and hunt pokemon absolutely i also really love the loading screen i hope they do uh, more events purely for the sake of having like seasonal loading screens that'd be great. yeah yeah that gyarados is getting boring a little bit 
Hyrule Warriors is getting Ravio and Yuga as playable fighters, officially coming to the Wii U and 3DS games on Halloween. Ravio will fight using a variety of items from his shop, while Yuga fights with lightning and paintings. There's no trailer yet, but there are screenshots and artwork. Uh, what do you guys think? I'm really glad that Yuga's coming to the game. I think he's kind of a... He's a little yeah. wacky, but he's kind of a cool villain, and uh, I really like the idea of Ravio just having this arsenal of items to choose from since he's the shopkeep. Mm-hmm. I think it's creepy as hell that Nintendo would release their clown character DLC for Hyrule Warriors on uh. Halloween. <laughs> it's, uh, well played, tone Nintendo. Deaf, Nintendo. <laughs> All right, so that is the last of the stories in our news block. We're going to have a quick Fortune Street starting now. All right, welcome everybody to Fortune Street. Nintendo's quarterly investor report came out today. Let's take a look. Nintendo reported a net profit of $271 million for the first two quarters of the year, but an operating loss of around $57 million. The net profit is from them selling the Seattle Mariners for $661 million back in August. Otherwise, they would be a few hundred million in the hole for the year. Uh, Nintendo also changed its forecast for the year, slashing their expected operating income by 33%, but raising their expected net profits by about 42%, thanks to the Mariners sale. Uh, And also, digital sales are down 30% from last year, probably because there are significantly fewer games. Yeah, just sales are down all over uh, for Nintendo so far this year. Their their net sales, their digital sales, etc. And then also... Uh, the rising strength of the yen made them sort of cut their forecast as well versus the dollar. But they remain net profit positive because they sold the Mariners for $661 million. Right. So that's that's a nice way to uh, turn around a little financial loss. But it, on the day-to-day operations, they've actually been struggling for two quarters in a row now. Mm-hmm. All right, so I guess it's time for the lightning round. <laughs> And we've now arrived at the beloved lightning round, where we bring you little nuggets of information from the past week. If you want to read more about any of these stories or any of the ones we discussed earlier, you can check them out at Gamnesia.com. The latest podcast episode will show up in the scrolling feature bar at the top of the site, and on that page, you'll see all these links. All right, so first up, recent releases and stuff that is now available for you. On Wii U, Skylanders Imaginators, SteamWorld Heist, and Just Dance 2017 are now available, while Runbow is now available at retail alongside its Shantae DLC, and Zelda Spirit Tracks is now available on the Virtual Console. On Nintendo 3DS, Disney Magical World 2 and Shantae and the Pirate's Curse are now available at retail, as is Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix in Europe. And the SNES Classic Breath of Fire is now available on the new 3DS Virtual Console. And on both systems, Pirate Pop Plus is now available from the creators of Runbow. Then we've got a bunch of upcoming dates to look out for. October 28th, a special edition Pokemon Sun and Moon 3DS XL, new Nintendo 3DS XL launches. October 28th, the Skylanders Netflix series debuts. October 31st is your last chance to get Darkrai and Volcanion on his mystery gifts in your 3DS Pokemon games. October 31st, Nintendo is launching color-swapped models of the classic 2DS, I guess those are their Halloween costumes, and Hyrule Warriors Link Between Worlds DLC launches. On November 1st, Pokemon players can get Genesect via Mystery Gift with GameStop. November 2nd, Animal Crossing's own Nintendo Direct airs November 2nd. Uh, November 4th, the new set of Mario Amiibo launch in North America alongside Mario Party Star Rush for Nintendo 3DS. November 5th, Battlefly is holding Splatoon Showdown tournaments through December. November 8th, Harvest Moon Skytree Village launches for 3DS. November 10th, the Mini Famicom launches in Japan. And November 11th, the NES Classic Edition launches in the US and Europe. And lastly, in December sometime, Mitomo is killing off iOS 7 support. Then finally, a rundown of the smaller things that happened this week. 
Pokemon's producer says they aren't running out of new ideas for Pokemon. They're just running out of good ones. <laughs> Nintendo compared Breath of the Wild to the original Zelda with a series of screenshots. Now uh, bring on some Zelda 2 homages, please. Yes. Oh, yeah. Especially with the large expanded overworld, you could go into some of those sort of greater Hyrule territories from the second game. Oh, yeah. Yep. That'd be real cool. And I'd love to see another continent across the sea that they have that we haven't seen in maps yet. But, oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Uh, GameStop is now bringing physical copies of indie games to stores, and they are also now accepting trade-ins for retro consoles, too, so you can get ripped off for those. <laughs> and they've, they've been taking in retro consoles for a while, but they have now expanded it to all physical locations. Nintendo UK is giving away a free Nintendo Switch, and there is a full listing of everything scheduled to launch on 3DS and Wii U in 2016 and beyond. It's not much. Yeah. A new trailer for Super Mario Maker shows off the unique metal challenges on Nintendo 3DS. The Pokemon Sun and Moon anime got an extended trailer. Uh, GameStop is not taking pre-orders for the NES Classic Edition, and Amazon is now selling a lime green new Nintendo 3DS XL with Super Mario World pre-installed. Wow, that's a mouthful. Japan's getting a new merchandise line called Mario Pikachu, a crossover between Mario and Pokemon. This is probably one of my favorite Nintendo crossovers of all time. I yes. uh, should at oh least take a look at the artwork. It's brilliant. Make a game with Mario Pikachu, please. No kidding. Smash skin. Here we go. Some GameStops are stocking plushies of Sun and Moon's starter Pokemon. Sonic Utopia is an impressive open-world Sonic game made entirely by fans, and a fan imagined tons of amazing special edition designs for the Nintendo Switch. This would be really great, uh, especially just oh, yeah. Joy-Cons by themselves would be great. Oh my god, so beautiful. Like, GameCube colors, GBA colors, like, let's NES go. Colors. Give me that options. Yeah. Hackers already altered the graphics in Sun and Moon's demo, and it looks gorgeous, looks cel-shaded and beautiful. Way better than I was expecting, too. Yeah. Way better than the real graphics. Uh, Pokemon Go has generated $600 million faster than any mobile game in history. Team Aqua stars in the latest episode of Pokemon Generations. The Pokemon Company released an official music video for the adorable Pokemon Mimikyu. Nintendo shared another 40 minutes of Breath of the Wild gameplay footage. And an hour of new Pokemon Sun and Moon footage shows off Pokemon Refresh, Battle Royale, and more. Zelda 2 The Adventure of Link did not start development as a Zelda game. And Alex wrote a fantastic editorial on why the Switch may be Nintendo's most forward-thinking console yet. You should all read it. Yeah, you should. It's good. So, let's take it to the tea table. Here we are at the tea table, the show's classic discussion segment where we share our long-form thoughts on a specific subject, whether it's recent news or something in Nintendo's past or something about their games or whatever it may be. The Nintendo Switch's official announcement has given us a deluge of new topics to sing out about, so at this tea table, we are getting that train rolling out of Wii U Station with a look at what Wii U games will join Zelda and more as ports available on Nintendo Switch. And we'll also sort of look at what those ports might look like. You know, are they exactly the same as a Wii U game? Do they have altered control options? Will they be heavily revamped with content or visuals? That sort of thing. Um... I think we should start off by saying that there will most certainly be plenty of original NX games in that system's lifespan, but we know that the system won't be backwards compatible, and Wii U had a ton of fantastic games that never got the chance to really thrive the way they would on a more successful console. Uh, your ports do a great job padding out a console software lineup. Both the PS4 and Xbox One have a huge lineup of games that are just remastered ports of last-gen games. Ports are going to happen for Switch. If either of you two have any thoughts you want to include on ports or on how Nintendo might go about them, uh, I'd love to hear them, and and if not, we can just dive in. 
Um, this isn't about Wii U games specifically, but one thing that I'd really like to see just kind of generally is instead of just releasing your classic games on virtual console, release some of them on game card game cards, because like oh, collectors yeah. would love that. Yeah. Uh, collectors are already loving the fact that this thing has cartridges in the first place. Uh, and classic games on cartridges is just like, uh, beautiful. That is a great idea. Wow. Yeah. That, that, that deserves um, its own revisit sometimes. Since you say so, I will hold back all of my other gushing okay. praise about this idea. <laughs> okay. It's good. It's good. Hold on to him. Um, so should we just jump in? Yeah, yeah I'm ready it. to dive. All right. Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. Port? No? Nah. I think maybe just because if it's going to support Amiibo, they might want Amiibo compatible games out the gate, but it also was very tepidly received, so who knows? Just, uh, Make it free. That yeah, yeah free <laughs> like like we all thought it was when it was announced. <laughs> like, um, I mean, th- it, as long as it's not difficult to port to N- to NX uh, to Switch, um, why not? Yeah, true, true. Uh, Bayonetta and or Bayonetta two. I think it's happening. Uh, it's probably happening, but I don't know that they should rush it out necessarily. If that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, that's fair. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Oh, please, yes. Uh, um, but I'm I'm gonna guess probably not just because of some of the like two screen ideas that are incorporated yeah. in some of the puzzles. I think they're more likely to develop a new Captain Toad with yeah. Nintendo Switch in mind yep. than that's, to port the old one. That's what I'd rather Agreed. see too. Agreed. Devil's Third. I, yes. I have that on my uh, my list here is like one of the games, but uh, no, I, I don't think that will be seeing a Switch release. Okay, yeah, agreed. Make it online only, subscription based. Go. Yeah. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. I think that's getting ported. Um, if they port it, they should pack it in with returns and hey, know, that's a great give idea. both games some love. Yeah, a nice bundle pack would be great. Because yeah. collections are one thing that I think Wii U was really lacking. Um, even with the, the great HD remasters it did get, um, collections would have been better. The yeah. collections are what the competition's doing, too, so better keep up. Yeah. I think we could very well see a Zelda collection. Wind Waker we, HD, Twilight I, Princess, I, I, Skyward Sword. I think we ought to. Uh, and ah, throw in the really? 3DS games for good measure. Uh, if they can, but yeah, I, I'd love to see that. Uh, Dr. Luigi. No. Nah. <laughs> They'll make a new Dr. Mario game, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fatal Frame, Maiden of Black Water. No. Nah. Nope. No, probably not. Nope. Game and Wario. No. Nope. Nah. Too it. Wii U heavy. And not good enough. Just Dance Wii U. No. Prob- nah. Kirby <laughs> and the Rainbow Curse. I don't really think it'll happen. No. Probably we'll see another game in that vein, though, because that wasn't exactly a wholly original idea anyway. I Wii think U. they might. Do, well, yeah, because it's not a wholly original idea, I think they might just throw out Rainbow Curse and call it a day. Because uh, if they've got that IR pointer control f- to simulate touchscreen, that's pretty much all you need for that game. Just point at the screen and press A. Um, yeah. So I can see that, and that'll give people a chance to appreciate the beautiful HD visuals and not have to look at a low-resolution touchscreen. True. I think it's possible. Throw it in the maybe. Uh, Breath of the Wild. Hmm. I don't know. What do we think? That is happening. Uh, Twilight Princess HD and Wind Waker HD. I think collection's possible. If not a collection, probably not happening. Yeah, I would agree with that. I'd love for them to leverage those as sort of like a like a franchise re- reawakening for Zelda, where they sort of like do a sort of HD line. Yeah, and sort of yeah. turn it into an actual like sustainable media franchise instead of this sort of disjointed thing that it's been over the last ten years or so. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, Lego City Undercover. 
Um, uh, that'd be nice, but I don't think it's happening. I don't think thing. Lego really does the remasters thing. Yeah. So underrated game though. Uh, it's published by Nintendo, so that's that's the only reason it's here. I'm just on Wikipedia. Ah, I see. <laughs> Uh, Mario and Sonic at the Rio 2016 Olympics. Probably not. Nah, no. they'll just keep pumping out new It'll ones. Be too late. Yep. yep. Uh, same for Sochi 2014. Mario Kart 8. What do we think? Do I we mean, think that that? Uh, we well, yeah, it is. We already play, saw guess, new content so. for it, so yep. it seems like a luck. I guess the question then is, how much new content is there? I'd guess one row of new characters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hopefully, battle mode. Uh, yeah, at least a couple needs... new cups, probably a couple retro I, cups. I think it'll be enough that they'll want to call this a new game. I think they'll. I've, I've said this before, but I think they'll just turn the eight even more sideways and call it Mario Kart Infinity. And yeah, just, and then uh, they can really sustain content. Service game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'd that's, a, that's that. the best idea. I think because um, it's not like they're going to have a giant overhaul of the way Mario Kart is. Oh, and after put that automatic anyway. drifting back in. No one knows how to do manual. I can't play Mario Kart 8 with anyone. Yeah, might as well make that an option for tool controls for sure. Yeah. Mario Party 10? Probably not. Nah, again, that's Mario another Party, one where I think they'll just keep pumping out new ones. And yeah, and they'll probably, probably want to make with, it for with Switch, too. Switch specifically in mind. Yeah. Mario versus DK Tipping Stars? Nope. Agreed. Yeah. Mini Mario and Friends Amiibo Challenge? Maybe because of amiibo mm, maybe. if anything i think they should gear that franchise more towards mobile than nintendo switch yeah i'll agree, I agree. With that. but I agree. no reason to cross port it or no reason not to cross port it rather uh there's a bunch of nes remix games uh, maybe a collection yeah maybe oh, yeah I, I think they'll do a definitive nes remix actually on switch and get it away from the wii u and 3ds divide and being divided into multiple games like they'll probably do a definitive one uh, new Super Luigi U and oh, and New Super Mario Bros U. Um, I don't think those need to be remastered anytime soon. No, I don't think they need to be remastered, but I could see them bringing them to NX so that they have a 2D Mario game and don't need to make one. I think they should make one and not spoil the brand with more New Super Mario Brothers games. But that's just me. No, I I agree with that. I guess it's I, I'm sort of wondering how lazy they'll be about it i guess sure um but i mean we're also just going through the whole catalog um nintendo land maybe um, in a, a switch I'd edition i'd love to see some kind of sequel uh, because yeah. the competitive games are great and the co-op games yeah. are pretty pretty fun too uh paper mario color splash i say i think yes probably i'm kind of mixed on that i'm i'm not really sure i don't know it's so it's so late in the wii u's life i can't imagine that they got anywhere near the sales that that game whether you like it or not can i feel like they'd be better off leveraging that team and other teams that would work on it for other projects yeah maybe but i mean i can't imagine porting is that hard but i see lots of people gushing about the game on social media so who knows maybe they'll want to keep it keep it alive yeah 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 yeah. uh pikmin 3 if they port this they'd have to do a lot of work on the controls um they're making a pikmin 4 so i don't think they'd uh I don't think they yeah, that's, need to do that very quickly. That's probably about right. Maybe in a couple years, but if they just plop on the four controls, but probably not. Uh, Pushmo World? Probably a Pushmo probably sequel. Probably a new Pushmo. Yeah. 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 Sing Party they will not do, I promise. <laughs> Splatoon, what do we think that is? Splatoon with new content, and how so much new content, or a new game? We saw that there are new hairstyle options for mm-hmm. squids, so it seems like they'll at least be changing customization options. Um, my wife thinks that, that wep- some of the weapons are new also, so new weapons. And mm-hmm. I 
I didn't recognize the stage and she thought it was a certain stage, but then backtracked on that. So I don't even know if that stage is one from the old game. I thought it was Urchin Underpass, but that's I don't what know. she thought. But she looked at, she gave it a second look and didn't think so. Um, I wonder if I wonder if they've changed visuals a little bit though too. That's Just, also possible. Yeah. I, I kind of imagine that they've been iterating on the content in the same way that they always were with Splatoon, but mm-hmm. that they're just sort of they just put a cork in the bottle and then when Nintendo Switch comes out, they're going to put them all in one sort of front-loaded package. Sure. Uh, whatever they do, I hope they add more single-player content. Hope they keep the Splatfest going for at least a few years. Uh, yeah, for sure. Let, let you keep the tease, but that's not going to happen. And keep releasing new content in yeah. the drip feed fashion they did before, but start us off with all the stuff we already had. Oh, and transfer over your saves. Star Fox Guard and Star Fox Zero. <laughs> no, no. No way. Nope. Mario 3D World. Probably no. not. No. Super Mario Maker. I say yes. So I lean towards no on this one. This is one of the four games that we heard was in development for NX. Right. Uh, well, Switch now. But we also heard that they weren't sure if it was going to make it because, A, Nintendo wasn't sure how they were going to sort of convert their online community from Wii U to uh, Nintendo Switch. And then, B, they weren't sure uh, if they could make it control correctly. And we know that touch controls aren't going to be the focus of Switch, but that they'll, you know, there'll be some sort of options there. But... I kind of feel like this one is is going to be one of the the ones that doesn't make it. Mario Maker can make the Switch, dude. Da-da-da. Maybe I think it can. If they've got the IR pointer for the touch controls, and you can like that that game is so like, good. It could be done, but controls was you know according to the the reports from Emily Rogers. They were iffy on the controls, and I could see why. I mean, I think it can work, but I don't know necessarily that they're going to push ahead with it, especially since we've already seen that they're making a a mobile version of it for 3DS, so... It's I, that's not the same thing at all though. The sharing features are so limited. Like yeah. no one wants to play it on a 3DS anyway. Like there's something really special about that home screen experience and being able to play it on the TV and share it with people. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I think on the one hand you may be very very right, but on the other like that game I is just such a great game. Like that's such a killer app for software in general. Like I I don't know. That's it seems a huge thing to miss. Um, Smash Bros. It's happening. It's obviously happening. Do you yeah. think it's going to be a port? Do you think there's going to be new content? It's going to be a port of the Wii U version with new content. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that. I think uh, with any luck, they'll bring on a bunch of 3DS stages. Uh, maybe some veteran characters. Fingers crossed for some newcomers. The Inklings would be great. Uh, I miss Shovel Knight, but that seems less likely these days. Although who knows? Um, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Sharp Fe. Probably not. Uh, I think it could happen. Uh, it's Atlas and Nintendo, and for sure a game that niche uh, did not do nearly as well on the Wii U as it could of a more successful console. But I also think that there's a lot of sort of crossover with the 3DS and the Vita markets there that they can sort of uh, take advantage of. You know, there are a lot of, like, Persona's huge on Vita. Um, I don't know. I think there's potential, but it seems like a maybe to me. We fit you, we party you, no, probably no. Mm, probably no nothing with club. the Wii name on it, but they'll probably have some kind of response to those kinds of games. Yeah, I'm thinking there might be some sort of like software system maybe built into the console, probably with some sort of like free to start model somehow, uh, where they've got like Wii Fit and Wii Sports and that kind of stuff sort of rolled into one package somehow. Yeah. And I, I will say they do need to make an original sports game. 
Definitely. Yeah. I just yeah. don't know that it'll be Wii Sports, and I don't know how much it will hang its hat on a uh, motion control. Yeah, I think they can sort of wrap all those ideas up into one sports game that that's really big for the, the sort of modern day. Wonderful 101? Doubt it. No. Same. Yep. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X? No, but I, I do that think possibly. that the previous Xenoblade is possible, just because of really? the star power they gave Shulk in Smash Bros. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Yakuman Ho Oh. No. Don't know what that is. Yoshi's Woolly World. Um, had they not ported it to 3DS, I'd say no, but they did, so I'm gonna yeah, say maybe. Same. Uh, I think Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World could maybe make it in HD. Uh, I mean, there's the Amiibo, which is a plus because this thing supports Amiibo. There, it's really pretty on a TV, and it's a game that I think a lot of like families would want to share. Um, the NX being a device that's sort of meant for gamers of all ages i think makes it a good piece of software to showcase that kind of yeah. angle but yeah since they put it on 3ds who knows um hyrule warriors definitely just the question yeah. of what they're going to put in it i'd expect yeah, more classic content um but or breath of the wild content or both but uh, uh, yeah i would say probably a couple of the fan favorites who haven't gotten in lineback Groose, vati uh some breath of the wild stuff and uh yeah that's that's probably yeah that's that's the big thing they can capitalize off of because breath of the wild has so much hype and you know there's already analysts referring to it as a a huge system seller and so on and so forth so i think they would be missing out on a big opportunity if they didn't have a sort of ultimate edition of hyrule warriors with breath of the wild content included agreed and i think they would include all the stuff that's been dlc in either version up until this point as part of the base game uh, Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge. No. No. Pokemon Rumble U. No. Oh, wow. Motorcycle. Uh, Pokemon Tournament. Yes. 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 Yep. Especially because, yep. you know, how, how can you not capitalize on the Sun and Moon hype and the Pokemon Go hype? And the, yeah. the esports exposure it's gotten. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Tiny Thief from the creators of Angry Birds. Published by Nintendo, somehow. <laughs> That's a thing. <laughs> well, uh, from the creator no. of Angry Birds makes me think, maybe, but who knows. No. <laughs> uh, well, that that about does it, everybody. Well, think- one more title. It's not Nintendo oh. published, but I would expect to see Minecraft Wii U uh, uh, brought to yes. Nintendo Switch. Again, it would just maybe be we'll Minecraft Switch. Yeah, well, I, I was Switch thinking edition. they might just rebrand it as minecraft nintendo edition i that's what i hope they do yeah yeah but that's i mean i don't know minecraft isn't a nintendo game so i don't know that that would necessarily be like i think they would just call it something else and it wouldn't well i guess he's saying the content from from minecraft wii u like the mario Mario pack and all that oh i guess just yeah yeah i'm sure yeah whatever they do on nx i'm sure we'll have the mario pack yeah Uh, i feel like they'll probably have like a new zelda pack maybe pokemon pack too and that, that's another thing where they should capitalize off the Breath of the Wild hype with a uh, like a Minecraft Zelda pack, yeah, too. Yeah, totally, totally. And um, probably Metroid pack. That'll be the first time we have a Metroid game on Wii U. Yep. Or oh, on, on Switch. Also Wii U. And it's a fully customizable one in every way. <laughs> uh, 
So everybody, thank you all so much for listening. This is the Endo Nintendo Week for today. If you like this podcast, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or subscribe to us on YouTube at Gamnesia TV for bite-sized discussions from the show. And please head to iTunes to leave us a review. We're really working hard to make this show great for you guys, so those iTunes reviews really mean a lot, and they also help a lot of listeners discover the show. So if you haven't done that, please do. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, if you have feedback for Nintendo Week, please send it to ColinAgamnesia.com, or you can find me on Twitter at Colin McIsaac. And remember to send in your questions, especially those about Nintendo Switch, because we love engaging with you guys, and we read them and talk about them here on the show. So that's a great way to get involved. Uh, again, that's Colin at Gamnesia.com, C-O-L-I-N at G-A-M-N-E-S-I-A, and at Colin McIsaac, C-O-L-I-N-M-C-I-S-A-A-C. Alex, where can they find you? Uh, you can listen to me be bipolar about my hype and my cynicism at Legend of Lex on Twitter. And Ben, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Aramgard, E-R-I-M-G-A-R-D. If you can't wait till next week for more of our stuff, you can head to Gamnesia.com to see more gaming news as it happens. We got Sony, Microsoft, Indie, you name it, and Nintendo news that we didn't have the time to discuss on this week's show. And you can join the Facebook group Nintendo Week Fun Club to chat with us and other listeners about all things Nintendo. On our way out, please enjoy Timaeus 222's rendition of the Ferrum Stadium theme from Pokémon Tournament called Iron-Headed Pursuit. Thank you all so much for listening, and we hope you have another great week. Oh, we forgot to do Spooky Month!